0: Hey humans, lots good work. Chris Funder here with Pretty Is Alex for another edition of Wrestling Hostile. This time, talking Fall Out Down Under for a very brief special edition of PWA Ugg versus Warburg. Alex, how are you? Good. Um,
1: I found out about this episode two minutes ago.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the reason we're doing a brief one this month is because I'm actually doing a co hosty type guest spot on another podcast, Talking Aussie Wrestling, on the 25th of, what are we, April. (laughs) Yes, 25th of April, um, discussing uh, MCW Brewery Brawl 2019 with the guys from Up Next, that's Davey Portman and Braden Harrington.
1: Oh, No. Oh, no! We're in the barber shop. Oh no! I'm getting thrown through the window. <laughs> oh no! oh, Sean, don't do this to me, man. I thought we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's awesome. Um, big fan of the up next guys. definitely check it out, humans uh when Chris is on, or just check it out in
0: general. Yeah, yeah so Shut up, Kedis! Leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'll be on there. That's why this is sort of a brief one. And holy cow, it's my new weekend. There'll be a few bonusy shows coming out that I'll be doing solo. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Lots of stuff. Um, so, yeah. We are going back to PWA for... Uh, where are we? It is... March 23rd, uh, 2019, for the PWA Heavyweight Champion, Matty Wahlberg versus Caveman Nug. Man Nug is your champion. Wow, what a match.
1: Just incredible stuff. This is, like, the match that, that made me fall in love with Matty
0: Wahlberg. Yeah, and um, I suppose you can touch on it briefly. There was uh, a bit more going on behind the scenes that night as well
1: yeah so uh at the arena this night was the entire australian survivor production crew that were filming uh Matty Wahlberg for his upcoming uh his upcoming appearance on survivor what well, what was it champions versus contenders yeah yeah the fir-
0: the first time they did that i think. I think it was actually the second time, because they did
1: that one where Shane Gold won.
0: Yeah, uh, it was the second.
1: Yeah. And then he should have come back for All-Stars, and they're like, nope. No, no. Imagine all the stuff they cut out of him just being incredibly entertaining that we didn't get to see on Survivor. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, th- they were there filming like all of his like sort of... Uh, background sort of vignettes that they do for Survivor to show you what they do in their... what the competitors do in their pastime or for a living.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, a bit uh, different than the American Survivor contestants because the Australian wrestlers still have full-time jobs.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. I don't think... um John Morrison was daylighting as a school teacher.
0: No, maybe not.
1: Yeah. And uh, I don't think Johnny Fairplay was either, thank goodness.
0: <laughs> I think he'd be an incredible drama teacher.
1: Yeah, actually, that's a good point. <laughs> he would be. <laughs> yep. Um, just tell everyone that your grandmother died. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is still one of the best moments in survivor history incredible
1: yeah that that season is fantastic because you got the best heel in Johnny Fairplay you got an awesome baby face in Rupert if you remember Rupert the dude in the tie-dye singlet the guy who looks like Mick Foley yeah yeah it's (laughs) dude love (laughs) Um, yeah like just a great season anyway Anyway, this has nothing to do
0: with Wahlberg versus Ugg.
1: Which well, I is... suppose,
0: wrapping up the uh, Survivor talk, how did old uh, actual idiot Matty Wahlberg go on Survivor that season? He was the last elimination before, before,
1: tribe, uh, before Merge. So before he missed the... out on the jury. Yeah, he just missed out, which is so annoying. It just came down to him being stuck on a tribe with one other of the contenders and just a whole heap of champions that, that sort of teamed up against him. Um, yeah, and the other guy that he was stuck on that tribe with was Harry, who would eventually have a match against Matty Wahlberg down the line. Um,
0: oh. oh, they had the match in RWA. Um, yeah. yeah. Somewhere in New South Wales, I can't remember where. Yeah, And yeah. then, speaking of other reality contestants, um, oh, what's his name from Love Island, wrestles in uh, PCW in Victoria, had a match against Warburg as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I really don't remember his name because I'm not that familiar with his work
0: or the show he was on. No, the name escapes me. But, uh, yeah, Aussie wrestlers, reality TV seems to be good for him.
1: Yeah, bloody Oath it would be. Um, Like, Matty Wahlberg came across so good on Australian Survivor because because you got to see an actual nice guy sort of side to him because there was this guy, um, Braden, I can't remember his name, Um, this skinny sort of unconfident dude. And Matty Wahlberg's just like, "Come on, mate, hype up!" And he like gives him this awesome pep talk, and then that kid sort of helps him, helps their tribe win immunity that one week, all because of Matty Wahlberg's sort of pep talk, as you're led to believe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Twenty yeah. first century success story. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. And, um, like, you don't get to see the nice guy side to Matty Wahlberg that often when you watch him wrestle, because he does the arrogant,
0: smug thing perfectly. So this would have been... I'm just trying to pinpoint the timeline. Um, This would have been... Who won Coliseum the first year? Was it Moretti? Yeah, it was
1: Moretti. Obviously. So
0: this is before Wahlberg's win at Coliseum later yeah. this year. Um this is sort of his first big um role in the main event in like a um a singles match anyway.
1: Yeah. Um I uh, uh, I I think he should have won this. <laughs> Even uh, though he was going away for a bit.
0: <laughs> um well I, I suppose hindsight being twenty twenty you could have done it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, especially, like, knowing in the future that UGG is just going to never turn up with the title anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, UGG chose a bad time to move. Yeah, definitely. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, UG used to be based in Sydney. Uh, 2020, he relocated to Melbourne to be uh, more associated with MCW in Melbourne. Um, then the pandemic hit. He was still PWA champion, stuck in Melbourne, couldn't leave because of the multiple border closures and travel restrictions, and PWA spent the better part of a year without a champion on their roster. Well, I shouldn't say that. I mean a heavyweight champion. Yeah. And also the tag team belts were missing from the tag team champs. (laughs) Wow. In hindsight, that's really... (laughs) really uh, bad to think about, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All the more reason as
1: to why Jessica Troy had to car- carry that company through the pandemic.
0: Well, she is an arm collector. Yes. Um. Although, that being said, I would rather PWA... Nah, it doesn't matter. Because... Yeah, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it on the uh, OJ overview. But um, yeah, this match, I think, for many people, made Warburg. and yeah, then, big time. and then he sort of went away. He went over to Fiji. Oh, I can't remember who he came back against, but somebody had a crack at him because he took time off to go over to Fiji. Y-
1: yeah, I can't remember either.
0: Um might have been the nations because they did lead into that feud at the start of um twenty twenty.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna do a quick cage match search and see if we
0: can find anything here. Yeah. Well, I suppose uh speaking of uh killer queens <laughs> Uh yeah, Wahlberg. I can't remember who. One of his tri on Survivor called him an actual idiot.
1: And then yeah. he comes back and comes out
0: with that merch that says... Sorry. Yep, go on. And he comes back and he comes out with that merch that says actual idiot with the red yeah. cup.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he changed, like, all of his, like, Twitter handle... Uh, not handle, but his Twitter name to actual idiot Matty Wahlberg. <laughs> the, the dude knows how to like yeah he knows how to just
0: market himself go
1: on with it yeah bloody oath
0: uh, uh any luck there with your uh inquiry yeah so
1: his first match back in pwa after the Ugh title match was a four-way match against Big Fudge, Donnie Mako, and Sam Osborne. So it sounds like a real Sam Osborne thing to do to sort of call out Matty Wahlberg
0: like that. Yeah, yeah. Would have would have been fitting for the time before generation now? Yeah. I keep going to Ge- say generation me, but that's the box. <laughs> What a wow. generation me doing in the PWA zone! <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh, but um, I really enjoy this match. Ugg doesn't get enough credit. Um, <clears throat> would you say Ugg is similar to like a Vader? Oh yeah, big time. A big man that can move. Yeah, he's like your Vaders. He's
1: your Bam Bam Bigelows, Like just the big guys that can move. Um. And, yeah, Ugg doesn't get enough love anymore. I I don't know. I think it's because of what happened with his title reign that he sort of almost cops a bit of residual heat online because of it, even though it's not his fault at all. But, yeah, more people should be talking about Ugg as well.
0: Yeah, I I don't blame the wrestlers um, in that case with the pandemic especially mm. when it's the company and you're using your commentator, for example, Andy Coyne to go, she's a record setting champion. She's held that title for over a year. And this is our first event back in over a year. And this is her first title defense. Yeah. That's, that's quite questionable. Yeah. Um, gosh, I wish these guys had another match.
1: Yeah. Um, Who knows? Maybe one day.
0: Yeah. In the well. CWC. How did they not call that the, like the um, the NXT Zone or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that oh. just lends itself so well to. <laughs> I suppose I looked at the memes and went, "No, we're not doing that." <laughs> nope. No good idea. Um, but I suppose, in closing, uh, Wahlberg off to, uh, off to meet Uncle Paul, what <laughs> Lockie Hendrix couldn't do.
1: Oh, and wasn't, like, Matty Wahlberg part of that crew that Lockie Hendricks had, uh, the game changers? It was, like, oh. Lockie Hendricks, the Brat Pack, Taylor King in WA, and Matty Wahlberg. It was just basically all of the young, arrogant heels in Australia just coming together.
0: Whatever happened to that? Yeah. Didn't didn't that all that end because he came back as the guru and it was just like, yeah, we're not doing that.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And and then whatever happened to the guru?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Um... Yeah, I hope Warburg does well. I hope he's like a um I suppose like a Bronson Reed and not like a Tony Modra.
1: Yeah. Yeah, let's hope he's uh more of a Rhea Ripley and less of a slapjack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, more of a uh more of a Dakota kind, less of a Nijax.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Oh, are yeah, you lumping in Naira as Australian? We're not having this argument again, are we? <laughs> um, no, <laughs> no. Uh, I, I do, th- I do think Matty Wahlberg is a completely can't miss talent by the WWE. They have. There's no way they can stuff him up, in my opinion. Uh, prove me wrong. <laughs> prove me wrong. But, but yeah. Um, Like, they're getting Matty Wahlberg and Steph Delander at the same time. Like, that's two huge talents
0: that can really make a massive difference. Put Steph and Indy together and have them chase that NXT women's tag title. Yeah. And put Wahlberg, I suppose you'd put him... uh, He's not really a cruiserweight. No. He could be that weight division. He's sort of borderline. Um... But I just put him after the North American title.
1: Yeah, well, him and Johnny Gargano would actually have some pretty good matches. I've heard Matty Wahlberg talk on interviews before. I think he was on JXT's podcast once, and um, he talked about how he was a huge fan of Shikara and Johnny Gargano. Yeah, well, back before Shikara was cancelled, and yeah. But there was some great wrestlers in Shikara back in the day, including uh, Johnny Gargano and uh, Tommaso Ciampa and all that. So, I think he would get a massive kick out of wrestling those sort of guys, and I think they would be great opponents for him, but... It's just a wait-and-see sort of situation. I do not think that he'll be anywhere near the cruiserweight division. I think he will beef up considerably. Because he's a tall boy. Look at the beef. Yeah, look at the size of that.
0: Wow, Narcissus. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: Gary Stride and what a body.
0: (laughs) Poor old Lex. (laughs) Um... Yeah, Warburg... I want to say they can't stuff it up, but they have stuffed up so many things that they probably would stuff it up. Yeah. Um, I hope they don't. That's what I want to say. Oh, man. Um. Do you think he debuts within... What's it now? Before... Before September. Him and Steph, do you think either one debut before uh, September?
1: Uh I I think one of them will. And I yeah. don't think it'll be Maddie.
0: Yeah, I'd have to agree. I yeah, think uh, I, I th- think go on.
1: I think they sort of Rush out the females out of developmental, like they rush them onto TV sometimes, but with the men, they sort of hold them back for a while. Like, think of just like the Australian New Zealand talent alone that's been signed for years that hasn't had a proper like TV run yet, like your yeah, Brendan Vinks, your yeah, Daniel Vidose, and stuff like that. Um,
0: think the doe someone else in the Performance Centre at the moment, isn't there? I think so. I think so.
1: I can't remember, though. But the, they have, like, men that just have been signed for a couple of years that still haven't shown up on TV, but they sort of throw the women out there instantly. I guess because they feel the need to create more women's stars... Um, more often, I guess, because the WWE main roster sort of swoops in and takes all the good NXT women as soon as they're ready to pluck.
0: But, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, um, yeah, so good things we hope for, for our Aussies abroad. Uh, a bit of a shorter one this month. Um, I suppose we did. Go off tangent. Talk about Survivor. Talk about the uh, the signings. But um, Argen Wahlberg as a match. Five years.
1: I'll give it five and a half. But I'm Wahlberg biased. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um. If, this... if he debuts before the end of the year. He will just instantly be a front runner to win by Australian Wrestler of the Year and my
0: International Wrestler of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, clean sweep. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But with that being said, uh next time we go to Alex's choice of WrestleMania twelve.
1: Yeah, that that's um where the boyhood dream comes true we get to see gold dust versus roddy piper in a backlot brawl we get to see big daddy cool diesel take on The undertaker we get to see ahmed johnson wrestle <laughs> oh, uh, gosh. the return of the ultimate warrior to the WWE after a few years for how long on- to take on Hunter Hurst-Helmsley in what is bound to be a very, very lengthy match.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh.
1: Very infamous match because someone completely no-sold
0: the pedigree. <laughs> oh, man. Um, who did you say Diesel's facing, sorry? Uh, the Undertaker. <laughs> because I've been watching OSW a lot lately, I want to say... What a pittance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Good yeah. value, those guys. Yeah. Uh, but with that being said, <laughs> where can the good humans find you?
1: you find me at Fruity's Alex on Instagram and Twitter. Find us at WrestleOzStyle with an AUS on Instagram and Twitter. Search us up, WrestlingOzStyle on Facebook, and you can find Chris at...
0: At, I'm Chris Funder as well. You can go back, listen to the entire Wrestling All Star archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and your podcast of choice using the RSS feed found in the show notes below. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss the Babes the most. You still have Carter Deans, yeah, and the rest of the Babes in. Nui Pro. If they should, that they should ever have picked up. Back.
1: They should have picked up Carter as well. They should have taken the both of them.
0: Yeah, and Cadus. Cadus is a good boy.
1: He is a good boy. <laughs> Actually, no. He's been barking this whole episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bad Cadus.
1: <Kedis>. Cadus, <laughs> no. Uh.